0: Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast, where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Hello, everyone. Welcome back scaramatic podcast um been a while since i did this all right so a couple quick show things before we uh, get to everything else uh the feeds were down for like two weeks still a mess um right now only a few episodes are available of scaramatic and fallout feed that that should be fixed this week but uh they are working again um same thing with let's play skyrim all those episodes should be available though and they are oh god sorry my headphones really loud sorry about that there we go okay it was way too loud for me oh my gosh that's better all right so uh let's play skyrim is all available every episode there was a new episode this week of course with uh mr stephen from skyrim book club so check that out uh, once he's finished up with the darn Guard, he's got a few more weeks to go um I think we're gonna be switching that feed up a little bit it's it's still gonna be an audio let's play um which are pretty interesting if you haven't listened to them um we did the main quest uh mage's companions uh, something else i think we did i think I did the dark brotherhood uh but i th- we're gonna be doing uh some fallout ones on there as well and moving those off the um main feed of the fallout feed and onto the let's play feed it's just a managing the feeds kind of thing because we switched to paid hosting service instead of the free one we were using because it's uh, unfortunately it went down it was down for two weeks after the charity show and created a big old mess so uh that's why everything's been a kind of sporadic of late so we did switch switch to paid hosting so uh because that we did set up uh a Patreon. If you would like to join that, that's great. It's uh patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. Um we're gonna do some fun live events once a month and stuff like that. But um it it's just we basically set up to pay for the hosting and, and that's pretty much it. Uh anything extra that would come in from it, we're gonna uh allocate towards doing stuff for the charity event, things like that or for giveaways and things. So um if if you uh do become a part of that that's awesome uh it it will help us uh keep the feeds going um we rode a long time with free hosting <laughs> it was awesome um unfortunately it just became it wasn't wasn't stable enough and uh dependable enough so so we had to go this other route unfortunately but uh hopefully all the everything should be back to normal this week um hopefully so um there is that but um Uh, Besides the uh, feeds and the Patreon thing, we did raise, I don't know if I announced this on the last show or not, um, because like I said, it's been a while and there's been vacation, there's been holidays, there's been work, there's been all kinds of stuff uh, dealing with (laughs) (laughs) moving the podcasts all over and everything else. Um, We raised uh, $3,750 for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation this year. Uh, 2750 came directly through our PayPal link that we donated and then another thousand directly to cff.org that was donated through that direction there. So 3750 this year, which was awesome. We did the giveaways, um, over, I was after I got back from vacation after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't have the list of names on me. I apologize. I know Michelle, uh, had gotten something, Lee, uh, and some other folks, um, if uh if there was anything you were supposed to get and you did not get it, please email me. You can either email me at dot or asapodcasting at gmail.com, either or um if you're supposed to get a fallout episode and didn't um uh, email me and you know any questions, shoot them over, definitely. Um other than that, what the hell else was I gonna be? Oh, here's the here's the other thing. Since we had this whole feed issue, um I kinda wanna do a little uh giveaway to get some reviews going because uh yeah it screwed up everything we we had to you know change things and all so i don't know how many people lost their subscriptions and all that so uh in this one uh hopefully in this one i will put in the show notes the link to all of our shows for itunes so i have a copy a digital uh code copy of uh Skyrim for Switch. So, for the month of December, for every review you leave on any one of our shows, that includes um, Skyrimatic Podcast, Let's Play Skyrim, Fallout Feed, Awesome Spaceship, uh, The Chatterbox, My Journey to Cystic Fibrosis, say Say Game Talk, um, I'm probably forgetting something, i like drawing a blank right now, but uh, I'll have all the shows in there will be link, the iTunes links in the show notes for all those shows. For every review you leave, send me the screenshot of it or of all of them or whatever, and you'll get a ch- one chance for each of those to win the um, Skyrim for Switch game code. So that will be for the whole month of December, beginning of January. I will draw that off. I'll, I'll do like I do for the charity event. Everybody will get assigned numbers for each of their chances. I'll go to random.org and plug in the numbers and whatever number pops up that's who gets it so uh if you're interested in in that game code it's a 60 dollar game so all you gotta do is leave a review for one of the shows for each review it's it's a chance so what if you leave one for skyrim boom it's one that's a chance if you leave one for every show that's whatever six seven whatever chances i don't i don't know I, i would have to count and that would take time but Anyway, that's all that kind of stuff. Um, If you have any questions about that, you can email me, of course. So, to the nitty-gritty, Skyrim for Switch. Uh, I've been playing it a bunch. I got to play it on vacation. Let me grab my Switch while I'm here. Uh, Brought it down with me. I have not really been playing with the motion controls, I got to admit. I prefer it. First of all, I don't dock it ever and play it on the TV cuz it doesn't make sense cuz I have Skyrim and so many other forms that it doesn't make sense for me to play the Switch on the TV. So for me it's just a portable console. Um I know Connor, my son played it uh, with the motion controls. I think he played with uh, while they were docked as well as when they weren't. And when they weren't, it was well what was funny was I guess we were in the car and it was bouncing so he couldn't uh, the archery was like he was having a hard time aiming because every bounce. I guess when you move the screen with the motion control, it puts it. You know, you're looking in a different direction, essentially. Um, oh I just bounced my mic away. So yeah, that was throwing him off a bit. Um, my thoughts on it so far: uh, I I like it a lot. I like the portability of it. I like being able to play it. Um, just these are the general general thoughts first um i decided to kind of go back to how i would have played it originally uh like when i first got it for 360 just kind of follow the dragon story uh do some offshoots things like that just really get in depth with everything and and see how how it all if it all works together still and if, if there's any kind of issues or anything like that uh the controls have thrown me off a bit i must admit um because the buttons are slightly different, but uh, I'm sure you can change that in the settings. I, I haven't changed it because I just left it set up as is. I assume maybe they're configured where it's a little better with with the motion controls or something like that, but um, since I wasn't playing with those, it, it didn't really matter. Um, but other than the buttons, uh, I find it play a little differently too. Like uh, normally, you know, I'm this sneaky archer, uh, but that is, that is not the case in, uh, Scaring for switch. And now maybe this is a product of, um, you know, my older eyes, <laughs> you know, my eyes, I, I say it isn't terrible, but, um, yeah, like, uh, long range archery. uh it's not as easy as it is, uh, you know, on a giant screen in front of your face. Uh, everything's a little smaller. Let me pull it up. Uh, let me see what cave it was. Um. I'm gonna pull up the map. I always forget the name of it. It's that one. Um, shoot, what is it called? Not uh, is it that one? It's um. Oh. See, the the buttons are messing me up right now. See, all right. I'm trying to. There we go. No, I'm hitting the wrong button. I hit B and it throws me off and all that. Oh, there. No, oh, I hit X. There we go. World map. Okay. All right, I I can't remember the name of that dark cave. Uh, There's Riverwood. It's uh, Ember Shard Mine. Sorry, I I don't know why I drew a blank on that. So I believe it's Ember Shard Mine where that happens, right? Where that um, long shot is at. I don't think I've gone to any other mines. So Other than uh, I went to Halted Stream, but I don't think it's that one. I don't believe... No, Halted Stream is the transmute spell. Okay, so it was Ember Shard. Anyway, there's the archery shot where there is an archer at, at that kind of bridge that goes across the water later in the cave, not in the beginning. And uh, I, I had a hard time seeing her when she was at the very back end of the cave. I can usually get her when she's up high up there, but it was a struggle because, uh, you know, the screen's much tinier. And I think it's only 720 uh, on the small screen. So, yeah, it it was a little tougher than I thought. So I I find myself switching and using a a lot of swords and a lot more magic than usual. Um, It may be a product of playing Oblivion a little bit, too. Because in Oblivion, I've been using a ton of Conjuration and stuff. So I think it might be a little bit of a carryover of that. So I have um, been playing a little bit of melee combat. No, I think I used some two handed too. Let's see what my skill set looks like. Um, this is my switch character. I'm level nine. Uh, my destruction is 19. It's a wood elf. Uh, conjuration is 26. I probably started at 25. Let me go the other way. There we go. Duration, enchanting, smithing. Smithing, I've done a little smithing. Uh, two handed, I've used a little. I have a perk in there. It's so nineteen, which for me I never use. Uh, one handed is twenty four. I've actually used that a little bit. Archery twenty seven because I use that more. Uh, sneak, of course, thirty four because even um, with the other stuff, I was using sneak with it. Speech, uh, alchemy, yeah, the normal stuff. But um, quest wise, I have well, how, where do I find the quest stats? That one, there it is. Let's see, my completed quests. I have obviously done unbound. Before the storm, where you talk to the Yarl, uh, the Golden Claw, of course, uh, Bleak Falls Barrow, uh, Dragon Rising, where you go to the Watchtower and take up arms. So that's the companions where I've joined the companions. Um, I have some miscellaneous quests I need to do right now. Kind of working in and around White Run, uh, doing stuff there. I, I would like to get the house uh, breeze home. And so I have a place to, to put my stuff and all. Uh, the load screens are, screens are a little bit uh, long. I'm worried it's going to turn 360-ish um, as I get later in the game. You know, when you start having tons and tons of stuff around and loading up chests of stuff. But uh, I'm going to try and avoid loading up too much stuff like that because uh, it just doesn't make sense anyway. You know, I've, I've, I don't need to hoard anymore in uh, Skyrim. It's, it doesn't make sense. Just don't do it don't hoard uh because i've already noticed the load screens at times can be a a bit long so but the the portability of it is really what won me over um yeah i'll bring it to work and play a little bit of lunch uh things like that you know we brought it on vacation obviously played it on the plane played it uh, i can't play in a moving vehicle or i'll throw up um but you know was able to lay around the room and play it or whatever. It, it's just so nice. I, I don't even know how many more hours of Skyrim would have played if um, it had been available portably previously. But uh, I hope they can do something with, like, Fallout 4 with that or, God, if we could go back and get Oblivion on there. That would be amazing. I doubt it, though. But uh, that, that would be pretty amazing because I'm still enjoying playing Oblivion quite a bit. Uh, we should be setting the date for the next Oblivion Roundtable as well, which is the Allies for Bruma episode, where we're going to go around and get all the Allies for Bruma. Uh, it'll either be next weekend or the weekend after. So that'll be coming up um, pretty soon. So within a week or so. But th- that episode is just going to be the Allies for Bruma. So if you are playing along with us, just know that is coming up. We'll be finishing that up. So everything, like I said, everything got pushed back kind of a bit because of the whole. Uh, talk shoe being down, and still actually being down. You still can't actually upload any episodes to it. But free service, can't really complain. It lasted us many, many years. So uh, back to the Switch. The, oh, oh, I don't know what it was. Another thing. Uh, Skyrim VR for PS4. I can say this quietly, though. So I did purchase it, but I cannot review it till Christmas because I don't actually have it yet. And it's for Connor, so I can't take it out and play with it until, it until Christmas time. So, uh, look for a, a, my review of that at the end of the month um, after I'm allowed to open it. Because <laughs> it would be really tacky if I opened it and played it and then gave it to him. But, you know, I could just do that and not tell him there's always that. But, yeah, so I'll be trying out the PSVR version of Skyrim here at the end of the month. And... Uh, it's it's gotten some good reviews, so I'm intrigued. I don't know how well I'm going to do with VR, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I think the last VR I did now this this is pretty long ago. Um, there was a at Disney Quest. Um, there was this Aladdin's flying carpets VR thing. I I did a testing of that a way long time ago in some little room in Epcot, um, which was pretty cool, but. Uh, you basically, it, you're flying through like Agrabah and into the, uh, whatever it was like temple where he's, you know, stole the stuff or whatever it was. So, uh, this is not Aladdin cast, but just so you know, that's, that's kind of the last time I used to be, <laughs> but hopefully it, uh, doesn't cause any vomit inducing issues, uh, for me. I mean, I'll just take off the headset if, if it does, um. But I, I am super interested to see, I mean, maybe it'll become addictive. Maybe I'll be like those people who wanted to uh, move to Pandora when um, Avatar came out and they wanted to leave the Earth and move to Pandora. Maybe i want to move to Skyrim. Who knows? You never know. <laughs> but uh, as, anything else, other things on the Switch? Uh, I'm trying to think if I had any major issues happen. Um, oh, I know there's this, the Zelda gear you can find. Uh, I won't spoil anybody, but uh, if you want to look it up, you can easily find out where it's at. So, so you can get, um, I guess it's some kind of Zelda gear for uh, your Dovakin to wear, um, for your Dragonborn to wear, I should say, or however you want to play the game. If you want to s- skip that part of it, now for for people who have, I yeah, you know, I guess I should think of this for those of you who have never played Skyrim and only picked it up for Switch, um. <sighs> shoot our early episodes aren't available right now once our episodes are all back up if you go back to the early episodes it's like just trolling through quests and stuff like that um so if you don't want like too many spoilers or something like that that, that's a good place and we don't spoil too much now actually um because uh, everybody's played it so much we don't talk too deep about the quests unless we're in a round table usually so um there's another place to go. Like, if, if you've um, if you're going through the game for the first time, you've picked you're like, "Hey, I I've been a Nintendo person. It's finally available, um, so I picked it up." Uh, the roundtables are a great place to start. Uh, we did a main quest roundtable, so if you're like playing through the main quest and you kind of want to play along with everybody, uh, admittedly, uh, the audio on some of those early ones uh, there's some issues. Um, we were really just figuring things out in not in. Uh, in general but uh yeah, you know, including lots of people and people who've who were you know recording for the first time ever so it uh it kind of created a bit of issue with the audio on some of those so if um be aware of that if you go back there once those are available and i'll, I'll announce once they're fully available again um it, like i said it should hopefully be this week so yeah, if you are playing for the first time, uh, like definitely and definitely, uh, like right in. Let us kn- let us know what you think of it. Let us know what you think on the switch, how how you like it there and all that. Um, I'd like to get together with everybody again, do some mod stuff, mod talk stuff, and uh, see their thoughts on the switch as well. See if anybody has played it for VR. I am not sure if anybody has yet. So um, until I do that, that might be best chance i don't i don't know if anybody was super interested i think maybe sherry played it i'm not positive uh i'm just trying to think off the top of my head but uh yeah that's that's a possibility yeah but if you are playing for the first time round ta- our round tables if you go back they're all um you know we have a dawn guard one we have the main quest i think we we did the different guilds and things like that so um you know go back there look there the early episodes of the show once they're available again right now they are available on talk shoes still um to a certain date and then for some reason they're not working properly and that was part of why i couldn't port them over but um i i'm in the also in the process of backing up all those old files so i don't lose them just in case but um <laughs> i need to wait till they become active again so that there's that issue yeah, so if you want to go back and hear some of the early, like the early episodes were a lot about the quests and just play style and playing different ways and things like that. So if if you haven't played before, it's uh, there's a lot of good takes on how how to experience the game in different ways and and play it in different ways and and still you know thoroughly enjoy it. That was weird. I'm sorry, I'm in Oblivion right now and. Was some weird glitch with the ground <laughs> but um because I, I i did some i was on 360 until very late i didn't switch to pc until um pretty far and uh, you know like two years into the show probably so which was like four years into skyrim <laughs> so i didn't really do any modding until then um so my stuff was all vanilla and you know playing it different ways with uh you know just using the game itself uh, nothing you know nothing extra no no mods nothing like that just there are two there are a bunch of people fighting here legion and a clan fear ah okay but um yeah like i did an, a character that just wore iron armor and and did things like that a, a vegan character all these characters were just straight up in the vanilla game um I did one that never went to the cities. And if you're playing for the first time, you don't have to do the dragons. Like your first time through, play the main quest, do the whole thing. But if you want to experience it differently, like once you leave Helgen, just go do something else. Go anywhere, be anyone, do anything. Because if you don't continue on through the main quest, the dragons are not going to become activated. So you're not going to be fighting them regularly. And you're going to experience the world very differently. You're just going to be wandering. You can, you know, focus on building your homes. You can focus on um, being a thief that goes around and steals from all the bandits. Whatever you know, whatever type of character you like, you can, you can be, and you can change in the middle so easily with this game. Like, you're not locked into being a sneaky thief the whole time. You can easily. You know, start to build your skills a different way halfway through the game you don't you don't need to stay locked in on that now you know modding obviously adds a lot of different <laughs> angles but with with the switch you're, you're playing straight vanilla so uh yeah i would definitely recommend the early episodes of the show and uh, i will certainly let everybody be aware when they're all back and ready to go again and definitely the the round tables where we go through all the quest lines. So if you're playing the main quest, you can listen to a bunch of people talk about, and there was all kinds of people on those shows. Um, I couldn't even remember half the people who are, um, but I know like Juan and obviously Andrew was running them and, uh, they were his baby. He kind of started that whole style, the round table and, uh, you know, Colin, Victor, uh, I wasn't on a lot of the round tables, I guess, because I was playing so much and try and doing content for the regular show it was tough to be on the round tables as well and they were pretty long episodes <laughs> as well so so uh yeah so if you i've just thought of that if you are playing for the first time if you picked it up for switch uh welcome to the uh, world of skyrim and uh know that you can do whatever you want and play however you want and, and don't be afraid to do that and go back play oblivion if you can if you have uh, a machine to play it on Go get it. If you have a 360, go play it. If you have Xbox One, put it on there and go play it. Uh, It's well worth it. Um, it, It's not the same as Skyrim. You can't, like, kind of switch in the middle. It's not as simple like that. But, yeah, Skyrim, you can do whatever. Uh, What what I plan on doing, actually, is with my Switch characters, doing like I did with my very first character uh, the first time I played it through on 360, and that is maxing out all the skills. I'm not going to use legendary or anything like that because that was not available originally when the game first came out. So I am just going to max out to 81 everything, you know, so which makes it much harder because <clears throat> sorry, losing my voice, which makes it much harder because, um, you yeah, know, once you could go legendary, you could keep leveling and leveling and leveling. And it wasn't a problem because, you know, you just, whatever, you blow out alchemy to a hundred over and over and over and over again, or you blow out enchanting to a hundred over and over and over again, or, you know, smithing after you get your dragon gear, whichever it is, scale or bone or whatever, you know, you got everything made, you got everything enchanted to the max and boom, go legendary on those and you can blow through those and, and get levels again. Um, especially because then you're getting higher level gear, you got stuff, you know, it's just simpler later later in the game or you have a stash of um, ingredients for your alchemy. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like without the legendary, I want to play it without going legendary again and, and really focus on getting each of the skills, which is kind of another reason I've been playing it the way I have on the Switch where I've been trying to use a little bit of everything because I don't want to be stuck at the end uh, like when I first played through, what happened was I didn't use a lot of heavy armor and I didn't use a lot of two-handed. So eventually at the end to get everything to 81 I uh, or everything to 100 to, to get to level 81, I'm sorry, I should say. If you get everything to 100, you can max out at level 81 if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so to get everything to 100 is what I meant by getting and achieving level 81 that, um, you know, I was stuck in a position where two handed and heavy armor, I hadn't really used that much. And I would just essentially go into towns and start a massive fight and just stand there and get beaten on by the guards or something. And I kind of want to, you know, I've played enough now. Uh, I don't, I don't know, 2000 hours, whatever, 2,500, whatever it is, who cares? It's between friends. We're not going to talk about it. um, I want it more balanced and I want to have my character use these skills as the story goes on and not have to do some, you know, think some weird thing at the end just to get, you know, and I'm can't think of the word grind. Yeah. Where I'm just grinding levels in a specific skill just to get to a hundred. You know, if it's a few levels and I got to get that at the end, that's one thing. But, you know, I was like, yeah, I might be on, like, level 30 of two-handed. I don't want to grind 70 levels. I want to kind of go around, do everything, use all the skills I can to get them as high as I can evenly. That way I'm not left grinding at the end. Because grinding is not really fun. It's not an enjoyable part of the game at all. And I just like to build all the houses and do everything. You know, explore the whole map again. It's... uh that's another thing. If you are playing for the first time, don't fast travel. Just walk everywhere because you'll find so much more and you'll get lost and do so much more. So just walk everywhere. Don't fast travel. or if you're gonna fast travel, just use the uh, use the carriages only, you know to kind of limit yourself. Yeah, we all, ha- yeah, we have obviously limited time. You know, if you have limited time, fast travel is great and it's definitely well worth it. But if you can get away without using it, you know, try and limit yourself and, and not use it. it. That was a big thing for me as I got later in the game. You know, the first couple playthroughs, I didn't really I fast travel here and there, but not a whole lot because I wanted to find everything. But, you know, as I played my whatever 10th character or God knows what or whatever else, you know, I would find myself bopping through like in even some of the later roundtables we did. I'd find myself just fast traveling from place to place to place to place to place to to just do the things I was doing. Or even if it wasn't a round table character, if it was a character that I was like, just going to play like the dark brotherhood with and do a few other things, I would just go do that and fast travel to the places I needed to go to if I could, or fast travel as close as possible or, you know, or take a carriage to another city. And then so as close as possible and have a short distance, but, uh, You know, try to avoid that your first playthrough or even your first couple playthroughs and and really focus on just uh, finding the map and and seeing what you like. Because once you kind of go through everything and play most of the scope of the game, like the next time you can make a character, you're like, well, maybe I just want to be a companion this time and do some companion stuff and maybe see where that leads me. And you can build a character just to do that. You know, and you can focus on just being that person and say, just hang out in Whiterun and and be a part of that crew and go around and do what they need you to do and and just build a character that way. Maybe only play it like whatever, 15, 20 levels until you complete that quest line. And then maybe build a character just for the Dark Brotherhood or just for the Thieves Guild or one for the Thieves Guild that that then transitions into the Dark Brotherhood because they kind of play into each other anyway and, and intermingle a little bit. So these are all things that we've talked about in the past and, uh, but are definitely helpful, helpful for newer players. Those of us played a ton, which is probably most of us listening. Uh, we all know these things obviously, but, um, you know, it's, it's, sometimes you get lost and you forget about it because you, you know, you focus on just this character. What am I doing with this one? And other, some people are better at doing stories than others. I'm not great at like building a story for a character. Um, like Colin is very good at it. Um, the other guys, a lot of the other guys are really good at it. I am certainly not really good at it. <laughs> I, I do vague stories and not super in depth. Uh, the guys at character crusade are, are excellent at it. I know they use a lot of mods for um their stuff, but uh, the general storytelling part of it, they, they do an excellent job. So if, if you're looking for like a, a role playing a real in-depth role-playing podcast character crusade is great for that um and if you know obviously all the books in skyrim uh our good friend skyrim book club uh so check out that podcast as well like it's just great to listen to while you're driving and and hear the books that you read in the game and of course you can also hear him on let's play skyrim but uh yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my thoughts on Switch and and for new players. And if you're a new player, definitely write in. Let us know how you're enjoying the game. Uh, any questions about you know what what to do or how to approach things? I mean, I'm I'm sure we've gone through pretty much everything in the show at some point or another. So we'll g- gladly answer that. And uh, you know, not every show is going to be a solo one. This one just happens to be solo, but uh, because time constraints mostly but um, yeah it's it's been a funky couple weeks and apologize for the feeds going down and all that it's just it's it's been a been a heck of a mess and uh I hope hopefully everything's straightened out coming soon so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening definitely if you want if you want to enter the contest for Skyrim on switch you know you you can enter it and give the code to somebody else if you want just leave a review uh, leave a review on any one of our podcasts like I said they will be listed in the show notes with the iTunes review with the iTunes link. just send me a screenshot of those boom or even whatever other thing you can leave a review on I don't know can you leave them in Google play I have no idea I've never used Google Play um or stitcher I don't know if you can please if you'd leave them there let me know. But uh, yeah, iTunes, of course. And I don't always see the other country ones. So definitely send me a screenshot. And it doesn't matter where you live because it's a code. So I don't have to send it through the mail. Um, so that's what I got this time. Um, and if you want to become a patron, uh, just head over to patreon.com slash podcasting And uh, we'll be doing some special things on that feed uh, specifically for the patrons. And I want to absolutely thank uh, everybody who's uh, already become a patron and allowed us uh, the ability to move over three of the feeds already and then we're gonna be moving one more this week and uh, it it's covering most of the cost for that, which is great and and that's all we really want um, it is to cover the cost of the you know our hobby of putting out these shows, which is uh, the main goal it, it took I have uh, resisted for a long time, but yeah unfortunately. It, the cost was going to be probably in the thousand dollars a year range for every feed to go over there eventually. So, uh, you know, it, it is not that cost right now. though <laughs> but, uh, it, from free to where it will likely be once we get everything moved over there and, and figure out the amount of hours we need and all that. It it was just uh, too big of a jump, unfortunately, but, um, hopefully it'll make it, um, a, Make it a better experience, hopefully nothing will go down again. So that's that's where we sit. All right. So if you have any feedback, uh at gmail.com. Uh if there was any questions about the charity show itself or if there was anything I missed or got screwed up or whatever, uh asapodcasting at gmail.com or the other one. Doesn't matter. Get a hold of me either way. And uh send your uh screenshots or your reviews to asapodcasting at gmail.com and just review contest at the top i'm gonna to let andrew know and he'll put it in all his shows too and tell people about it for fallout and all that too so uh i kind of come up with these things on the fly so i don't always tell really everything so <laughs> that's where we sit thank you everyone for listening and uh tell a friend about the show uh so we can rebuild <laughs> after after the two-week disaster that was uh our talk shoe uh hindenburg <laughs> later everybody